Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to WTIC News Talk 1080. It's 9-11. This is the Wilm Roddy Show. Your host, Wilm Roddy, Matt Sorois, our master of ceremonies. And we are going to jump in right now and focus our thoughts. Would you pray with me, please? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for uh, amazing blessings your goodness, your kindness, your patience, forgiveness. Thank you for uh, our family, our friends. Thank you just for everything you do. You're you're very good to us, and we have a lot to be thankful for. And uh, we also have a lot to pray about. We're very concerned what's happening in the world. We're concerned about the, the war and the folks in Ukraine and you know, I mean, it's 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 not that you take pleasure in Russian soldiers being killed either. They're all first created in your image. They're all precious human beings, and so we just pray that this war would uh, would would end, uh, would um, the violence would stop, the killing would would cease, and we would have peace in that region of the world. Thank you for all of the men and women who so <clears throat> bravely give of themselves and, and join our, our armed forces and now they're deployed here and all over the world. Protect them, keep them safe, comfort their families. We want to pray for those that have suffered loss recently or in the past uh, even two years from COVID and many other diseases, many other problems. Comfort those, Lord, that are struggling with, with uh, separation and, and grieving. Bless them today. Thank you for all of our first responders. Keep them safe and protect them as well. And uh, give us wisdom, God. We, there's so much, so much misinformation to try to sort through and understand, and we just don't have the, the, the ability to do it on our own, so we need you. We know your word says we shall know the truth, and the truth will set us free. And that's We need, Lord, freedom, freedom and truth. That's what we need. So help us today. Thank you for the privilege of being on the airwaves today. Thank you for WTIC. And we ask your blessing on all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I get an amen out there? Uh, Yeah. Um, So the big news late yesterday afternoon, I I was uh, I was with a friend and and popped up on my on my news feed. 
And uh, that was that. It's it. Elon Musk is going to, the, the, the shareholders agreed to accept Elon Musk's offer to buy Twitter. Now, the question is, is that a good move? Is that a, uh, is that a helpful move for, um, for, for, for people? I mean, you know, is it, is it good? Is it good for, you know, um, free speech? Um, is it good for, I mean, I will tell you, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter because I feel like I have to be. But I will tell you that in my estimation, uh, Twitter has become, not has become, has been for a long time, kind of the cesspool, the cesspool, <laughs> the septic tank, if you will, of social media. I mean, it's just people are, people are, are harsh, cruel, brutal, um, you know, and, and, not, and not that they're not in other environments, but I mean, you get less of that on Instagram just because of how the, the platform is structured. You get less of that on um, Facebook. Certainly don't get that much on, you get a little bit that sneaks in on LinkedIn. That's like my favorite platform, by the way, not that, not that you're interested in this, but you might be. You might be interested. <laughs> my favorite platform is LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is, you know, again, for my purposes, what I do in life, I think LinkedIn is, is probably the best, uh, the best platform to be. I, I, I meet some really interesting people on LinkedIn. Um, it, it, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty novel. Uh, amen, Gene, thank you, as the amens come, come pouring in. Um, but, but Twitter's always been a rough place. You know, it's full contact. And um, so yesterday it was announced that uh, the, the saga <laughs> has, has ended with the agreement uh, to uh, let him purchase company at $54.20 per share is his best and final offer. Um, the sale now allows Musk to go on for an approximate $44 billion. Stocks closed up at 5.6%. Uh, stock was halted at, uh, waiting in the news. And uh, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy. Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to future of the future of humanity are debated, Musk said in a statement, including in the press announcement of the $44 billion deal. I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing products, new features, making algorithms open source and increase trust, defeating spam bots, authenticating all humans, so if, if you see, you go to a, a Twitter account and, and the, the picture of the person or the company, whatever it is, has a blue check mark. That means it's been authenticated. He wants to open it up to any, any human, <laughs> anybody that can prove they're human. Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. He said, uh, uh, he said yesterday, uh, and he said in the past that, I mean, he's, he's all about free speech. I hope that's true. Um, he's talked about... Um, Wanting to get rid of the bots, which is so important. I mean, they, I think that what did we read last week, 50% of all Twitter accounts are, are bots. They're fake. They're not even real. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't bode well for the platform. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's what's going on. That's what's happening. Oh, and the amens. You, you're such wonderful people. Um, it's just... Um, I hope it's good. I mean, you know, I, you know, I like Musk. I like Elon Musk. He's an atheist. 
but that's okay. Uh, I think he's really more of an agnostic than an atheist. Um, I've had my complaints about him in the past. I think the fact that he's taken so much government money has been has been um, a little betraying to his efforts. I mean, listen, he's taken like $6 billion over the years between Tesla and SpaceX. I see more of a justification for SpaceX because there's, you know, we're benefiting. The United States is benefiting because it's NASA's preferred carrier now. And uh, certainly they, they can farm out to SpaceX cheaper than, than they, NASA can do it themselves. I mean, it's just, I, so I, I, I actually don't have any problem with government money going to SpaceX. Tesla's another story. That's a private endeavor. And, um, I, I, you know, if, if you gave me a couple billion dollars, I can, I can promise you I can have one of the best churches in the country. Or if you give me a billion dollars, I promise you, uh, $2 billion, I promise you I can have one of the best race teams in the country, you know? I mean, anybody can, I, I, pretty much anybody that, that's successful, somewhat driven and, and, and smart can, can do a lot with $2 billion, you know? So he's gotten six. So that's only my only gripe with, with Musk is the government money he's taken over the years. So I'm, I'm really hoping that this is a good thing. I'm hoping this really um, happens for him. I, I hope he, he really is able to, to, to change the, the platform, to, to authenticate all humans, um, and, and, to, um, and to open it up for truly for free. Now, the problem with the free speech is you've got to take good with bad. There's going to be some horrible things. That, I think Twitter could get worse in terms of being edgy from this. I think it could be a worse platform. So if you get squeamish about that, you you know, you probably don't want to go there. But I you got to take you got to take both sides. You know, there's people that 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 love um, you know, love pastors and hate pastors on Twitter, you know. So the the, the ugliness is going to get worse in my opinion on Twitter. But that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. So so you got to take the good with the bad as it as it is. All right, let's uh, let's do one more one call. First call of the day before we take our break here, Matt. First call of the day is brought to you by Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. Let's go to George in St. Louis. Hello, George. Hi, Pastor Will. I'm I'm glad to see Elon Musk take over uh, Twitter. I, I in in a truthful environment and uh, you know an open open um, speech environment, the Democratic Party will not survive. The Democrat Party is on its way to extinction in an era of free speech. They can, they will not be able to survive this. They're gone. And you, and you um, think Twitter's enough? Yes. Because, because you still not, have all of the mainstream media in, in the pocket well, of the Democrat Party. You still have a lot of the, you know, a lot of the uh, uh, other social media platforms that are not, very, not, very Democrat-oriented. So I, I don't know. You, th- you think it's enough? Yeah, now you got a crack in the armor. Now, now the word's going out on all the disgusting criminal, uh, communist stuff that the, that's behind the uh, the Democrat Party. That's all going to get out now, and it, it should have gotten out, uh, you know, with 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 uh, Hunter Biden and Hillary Clinton's foundation. All that's going to get out now, and quite frankly, nobody's going to vote for its criminal, disgusting. Uh, political parties that's what they are well we'll uh we'll have to see how it all pans out but i agree with you i'm very happy that elon musk has has uh taken over twitter george thank you for your call all right gonna take a break uh open phone line 
522-9842, the numbers. Love to hear from you today. 10.06, we have Chris Powell on talking about all things Connecticut. And uh, when I get back, I want to talk to you about the absolute disaster at the border. It's going to get worse. And why are there no calls for impeachment with Joe Biden? That's the question we get back. Hey, welcome back, 926. You know, I don't know that you remember this. I do, very clearly. I remember when Donald Trump was first elected, and I think it might have been the day after, if not the day of. Because you remember the election, right? And people were falling apart. They were rolling up in the fetal position, crying. They were out in parks screaming at the universe because they were so angry. Just the lunacy that took place. And then we had our public officials start the chant and Maxine Waters probably most prolific and loudest of that group screaming impeach 45 impeach 45 and it didn't matter where she went that was the come and then others started picking up on the theme a lot of Democrats before he'd even done anything a lot of Democrats because why because they knew the fake Russian story was out there so the fake Russian story went on for two years we spent tens of millions of dollars waste our time now we find out completely false totally false but the calls for impeachment continued and then we had the phone call the call between president trump and and current ukrainian president vladimir Zelensky, and uh oh this was horrible this was so bad he 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 inferred that there should be investigations of hunter biden well gee you think maybe there should be now all this stuff all this stuff. where are the republicans where are the republicans crying impeach joe biden well, for what? What are you talking for? What? How about his inability or his resistance to controlling the southern border and putting the people of the United States at risk? When you're the president, your primary function is to protect the people. He's not doing that at all. And now he's talking about repealing Title 42. When we get back, I want to explain to you what Title 42 is, tell, tell you what, why it's going to be so damaging, and give you some, some current news, the judge has blocked, temporarily anyway, the repealing of Title 42. So stay with us. We're going to talk a lot, a lot about this. I think this is a big issue, border security, the president. Why is Biden not being impeached? That's what we want to know. And we'll take your calls on it. And, and of course, Musk bought Twitter. We'll take your calls on that, too. 860-522-9042. When we get back, Tuesday edition, Will Marotti Show. Stay with us. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. I am uh, compiling the the list, the growing list of amens. So I appreciate your support with that. So uh, back in 2020, when we were we were fighting March of 2020, in fact, we were fighting. At the time, a, a novel, a novel virus, Corona, COVID nineteen. Um, the uh, the president then, Donald Trump, and uh, and really the Centers for Disease Control. This isn't just Trump, you know, uh, freewheeling and, and doing this on his own. This was a this was a combined effort. Uh, look back at a law from nineteen forty four, Public Health Service Act, and the reason it was established primarily then was because tuberculosis was a major 
public health threat. And people were coming in from other countries um, with TB and other things as well. And so um, they, they kept immigrants, if, you know, they, they checked them. And if they, if they were sick, that, that, then that obviously affected whether or not they could come into the country. So Title 42, which was enacted in March of 2020, is kind of a patterned after uh, that, that legislation in 1944, the uh, uh, Public Health Service Act. And, and it said basically the same thing. If, if you're coming from another country, you're not healthy, you're not coming in. So with COVID on the decrease and Title 42 being one of the few things stopping the invading hordes from breaking into the country. I mean, they're not breaking in, they're just walking in. They're, they're, it's, not, it's, it's ridiculous. Title 42 was a little bit of a firewall in that way. So Biden, President Biden, sorry, decides that uh, he's going to lift Title 42. Well, with the lifting of Title 42, um, an additional 1 to 2,000, this is from uh, PGA Media, an additional 1 to 2,000 arrivals a day will, will process through. So, you know, we're talking, th- I mean, the numbers are off the chart. It's the highest number of illegals ever coming into the country. In many cases, they're just being released back into the population with no, no guarantee that they're going to return at all. Oh, we have a trial day, uh, a hearing day. They don't show up. They don't show up for the hearing day. And, and now, you know, we, we're going we're gonna to repeal this Title 42. Now, fortunately... And this just happened uh, last night. Fortunately, a federal judge in Louisiana temporarily blocked the Biden administration from ending the Trump-era pandemic restriction. Title 42, as, as it's known. Monday's order by Judge Robert Summerhays is unlikely to change the situation on the ground, given public health authority remains in place. But it may throw a, throw a, a wrench in the, the administration's plan for moving forward. So here's what I want to know, and, and I, I, I want to know if you agree with me on this. This is, this is insane. It was days, or maybe the same day. I don't remember when she first started crowing this. Maxine Waters started the, the outcry, impeach 45. He had just been inaugurated, and we're calling for his impeachment. And, and many, many times Democrats tried to submit enter articles of impeachment many times it wasn't once or twice they got voted down they got voted down until they come up, came up with what they thought was their their false reasoning to impeach the president russia collusion the fake phone the the, the supposedly you know uh, uh, over the line phone call the inappropriate phone call which oh by the way probably was a good thing that he, the president wanted someone to look into the Hunter Biden case. Well, there you have that. But I don't hear anybody. I don't hear anybody saying impeach 46. I don't hear anybody saying impeach Joe Biden. And in my mind, what Joe Biden is doing to this country is far worse than any previous administration when you consider 
his failure, complete collapse and failure, feckless attempt, no attempt, absent an attempt to, to, to control the southern border. This is, this is allowing illegal aliens to come into this country. Now, I know some of them are just wanting a better life. I get that. But that's not all of them. We know that last week we reported we had we had terrorists we know for a fact have slipped through into the country. Why why isn't there a movement to, to impeach Biden? Why aren't Republicans calling now? Maybe they just don't want to upset the apple cart. Maybe they feel like, well, we're gonna we're gonna slam dunk him in November and if we started, you know, calling for Biden's impeachment. That would uh, that would create a hurdle for us, and it might give them some the other side some fuel, some steam. So you know we don't want to do that. Okay, fine. Why aren't why aren't just private citizens calling for President Biden's impeachment? Just just based on his his inability. I mean, really, this is the only thing you need to talk about. Forget about all the other bad policies, energy policies, COVID policies. Forget about all these other policies that is so so damaging to the country. Let's just talk about border security. So I guess my first question is, number one, do you agree that the southern border is a problem? Do you agree that these people being being literally shipped in and flown in from all parts of the country is is a is a significant issue, number one. Number two, wherever you don't, tell me why you don't. And then and then why aren't we holding Joe Biden responsible for it. If it is a problem, why why are we not looking at the person who could change this immediately, which is Joe Biden? Why aren't we calling why aren't we holding him accountable? 860-522-9842. The Biden administration is expected to lay out more details on the US Mexico border planning more than 20 states. Attorneys General have asked the court to block the administration. There was a temporary restraining order filed. That was uh, dismissed. Attorney General from Arizona applauds the judge's ruling other states are involved in the filing Missouri Louisiana Arizona so Missouri's not a border state well you know what if you consider the damage that's being done by the illegal and plentiful amounts of fentanyl that's being brought into the country people that are dying from drug overdoses, then then I don't know who it was. Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, I think, said over the weekend, every everybody's a border state. If you if you're if you're having a problem with fentanyl getting into your state, then everybody's a border state because it's all coming from the southern border. And and we've got a president who is willing to do nothing, nothing, to help and try slowing that down. So that's the first topic here. Um, second topic. And we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Second topic is the Ukrainian prime minister. Now, listen, I'm all for, uh, I am all for 
arming the Ukrainians. I'm all for doing everything we can to help them stop or defeat the Russians. And I know there's arguments on both sides. I know, you know, Ukraine is a very corrupt country. I know that. I know that we, uh, we were in there and helped fund bio labs. I know that. I know, to, you know, I get that. But the fact that it doesn't change, and none, none of those things change the fact that innocent women and children are being slaughtered in Ukraine. And so I, um, I'm 100% behind arming Ukraine the best way that we can. Now, if arming Ukraine has to do with the story we talked about yesterday where uh, Slovenia is giving these, these Soviet-style S-300 rocket launchers, still effective, still work, but they, they, know how to, they know how to run that stuff. They know how to run the old Soviet-style weapons because that's what they had when you, Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. Uh, if that's what it takes, and then, and then replenishing those other countries with more current U.S. weapon systems, I'm all for it. And, and I know that, um, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not good that the Russian soldiers are getting killed either. In many cases, you could say that it, there's far more Russians being killed, as far as I've read, than, than, than we can tell that Ukrainians are being killed. Russian troops are getting destroyed, annihilated. God takes no pleasure in that. God takes no pleasure when anyone is killed in war or any, any innocent blood that's that shed. But even so, even, even Russian soldiers that are being, even if they are killing Ukrainians, it, it, God takes no pleasure in their destruction. So um, the prime minister now is saying of, of Ukraine, I said all that to tell you about this, uh, Denis Shimal, prime minister uh, of Ukraine says they need five, five billion dollars a month to continue the war effort. Five billion, really? Five billion dollars? See, and this is where this is where the corruption comes up. If you're gonna, if the, if you're giving these guys five billion, obviously not five billion because we're giving them weapons and and food and you know, but of course there's 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 cash floating around. Five billion a month? Well, yeah, that's that's a pretty good source of corruption right there. Five billion a month to Ukraine to fight the Russians. That's what they. That's what he said. Now I don't know how they come up with this number. I don't know how they justify this number. Um, you know, we're 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 pumping all kinds of money in there now. All kinds of of, of cash uh, apart from weapon systems. 500 million, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen pledged 500 million to fund the country's administration efforts. But come on, really? 860-522-9842. Hey, uh, let's take a break. Commercial. Matt will jump on those calls. And uh, we will return in two minutes. This is Local Radio, The Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Hey, welcome back. Don't forget, tomorrow, Wednesday, at Uncle D's in Berlin, Connecticut, 869 Mill Street, we're going to have our first post-COVID listener luncheon. Going to gather there around 12 o'clock. Uh, they've got a nice, a nice back uh, room area I think we can all hang out in and 
breakfast, lunch, whatever you want, buy your own lunch. You can't bring your own lunch, but you can buy your own lunch, coffee, whatever. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. I think uh, Matt's going to stop by. I think Joey's going to stop by. So it's going to be good. Good. Uh, tomorrow, noontime, Uncle D's in East Berlin, 869 Mill Street, Berlin, Connecticut. So we're looking forward to that. Let me uh, let me go through. We've got a new record for amens already this early before the 10 o'clock. There's always a few stragglers that come in. 56 amens. Let's go through the list real quickly. Uh, Veronica, Michelle F., Bill K., Dennis R., Barry S., Kevin W., Homer, Jim R., Mark M., Zeke H., Nick S., Kevin S., Elaine P., Andy Lynn F., Julie H., Jolie C., Lynn P., Pat A., Lonnie Moe, Karen S., Angelo A., Joanne H., Jean, uh, with a J, G, Jean S., Ralph P., James T., Janine, John, J-O-N-G, uh, G, John G, uh, John, J-O-N-L, Carol L, the mysterious W-B-D, Rudy from Florida, uh, Gigi, Marlene B, Tom B, Stephen C, Cassie S, Ray Z, Ed W, Karen A, David S, Thor S, Lynn B, Alex D, Linda from Florida, Wendy A, Lori M, Nancy B, Patricia W, Robert K, Monica M and Sharik. New record, 56 amens. Thank you very much. Appreciate that very, very much. Hey, listen, uh, we'll uh, we'll chat with Chris Powell on the other side of the news here, talk about all things Connecticut, and uh, and we'll take your calls, 860-522-9842. The number, we, we've shortened it to one number just because we wanted it to be easier for you guys. And so uh, I, I just really, I'm seriously, I'm, I'm curious why there's no outcry to impeach Joe Biden. To me, that it, it's it's numbingly unclear as to why the day after, and, and maybe the day of, but I know for sure the day after Donald Trump was inaugurated, Democrats started crying for impeach Trump, impeach 45, impeach Trump. And that went on for, for four years. Even with fo- phony stories, with fake allegations, that went on for four years. Here we've got a guy that isn't doing anything to protect people on the southern border. Drug cartels coming in, terrorists coming in. We don't know where the people are from. We don't know what they want. We don't know what their intentions are. Some people came in, I'm sure, did not help the COVID situation with all the people coming in from other countries. And yet no one, no one is calling for an investigation no one's calling now maybe maybe when the republicans win in november hopefully i guess hopefully um maybe maybe that'll be the case maybe maybe they'll start some some hearings and we'll start looking into some of these things but am i uh, i mean i could be wrong and and maybe i am and it wouldn't be the first time but i think the president is one of the president's primary responsibilities is to protect the american people and i don't see that happening I don't see the American people being put first here. I see, I see illegal people, illegal aliens being put first. And I understand there's a number of them that just want to get here for have a better life. I get it. But we have a process. We have a legal process. And you're welcome to come as long as you follow the legal process. From any country, from anywhere. We're, we're, we're happy for you to be here. We're happy to welcome you into the country follow the process we're not happy to welcome you in 
if you're illegal. At least I'm not uh, happy to welcome you in if you're illegal. And you're, not, and you're disregarding the process entirely. It's not how we function. It shouldn't be how we function. All right, we're going to take a break. couple commercials, the news. We come back. Uh, Chris Powell, Journal Inquirer. Stay with us. We'll be back. Two minutes. No, five minutes. Seven minutes. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 